Happy Thanksgiving to all of you parents who are listening here in the United States of America and for the rest of you who listen to our podcast from all around the world. Uh, we're glad to have you listening in today or whenever it is you're listening. Uh, this is uh, Thanksgiving weekend here in the United States of America 2019. And I'm here along with my good friend, for whom I am really thankful for our friendship, Dr. Michael Gurian. Michael, welcome to our special edition, uh, our uh, holiday edition of Thanksgiving. Glad to have you with us. Oh, thank you. And I am grateful for you too, Tim. Thank you. So we, uh, before we dive into our topic for today, a couple things that we want you to know about. If you live in the Minneapolis area or are in driving distance to the Minneapolis area, Michael and I will be there February 29th, 2020. We're doing a Helping Christian Boys Thrive Summit, which is similar to our Helping Boys Thrive Summit, but a, a little special emphasis for the faith community. And if you live in that area, go to helpingboysthrive.org backslash Minneapolis, and you'll find more information about that. And also, uh, we are glad to have as our sponsor once again this week uh, our good friends up at A Place of Hope, the center, and our good friends, uh, Dr. Jantz and his staff up there in the Seattle area who uh, do such magnificent work helping people navigate their life through some of the challenges of life. You can learn more about them on our website, wonderofparenting.com, wonderofparenting.com, and there's also a place for you to submit questions there as well. So we thought since uh, it is Thanksgiving week here in the United States of America anyway, that we would talk a little bit about the power of gratitude. And uh, we know that there's some science behind gratitude and how it can help our kids, help us. And uh, so, Michael, I'm going to start with you. And um, you've been studying the brain for a lot of years. Um, what are some of the insights that you have for us in terms of gratitude and the positive impact it can have on our boys and our girls? Well, I'll, I'll attack it. It's a big topic, and I'm going to attack it like from two angles. One angle is how, um, how the brain might be, let's say, without practicing gratitude. <laughs> and then the other is how it would be with gratitude. By that, I mean that, that uh, gratitude creates in the brain a cascade of nice neurochemistry like when I when when someone says thank you for something or they receive something and say thank you, you know, and what can I do for you, that kind of thing, it releases um, serotonin up, it releases dopamine, reward chemical, and as it releases this chemistry through the brain, of course, it's making the brain feel good, and the brain is going to want to keep doing that, and it's um, it, it, it's a kind of natural way of the brain practicing other things like humility um, uh, and practicing empathy and understanding of others. You know, all these other values fit under me being grateful to you for something. So the brain looks really good and colorful when it's being grateful and expressing gratitude. When it's not, I think we can argue that that there's more chance of what you know we call narcissism and sort of self-absorption and these kinds of things. Um, it, the less we're practicing gratitude, the more we're really self-absorbed and self-focused, and the less we are in relationship with others, and the less we're going back and forth with others. And so it it, it makes you know the brain doesn't get that dopamine from that. It doesn't set up pathways around that kind of empathy. It and it doesn't create more mirror neurons in the insula which has which is where we have our mirror neurons you know which are 
which are what give us empathy. It doesn't create as much of that. And uh, so I don't think it looks quite as good without gratitude. In your counseling practice, do you find there are times when this is a habit that you invite your your uh, counselee to practice to to help them work through some of their challenges in life? Yeah, it's a reframe. It's definitely uh, in terms of counseling, it's what we call a reframe, where we're helping them reframe their their lives uh, or a particular part of their lives and try to reframe it toward things like and so now you know you hear cliches like be grateful for what you have be grateful that this person who you are complaining about let's say actually does a b and c you know be grateful for that be grateful for um so you don't like something about your kids but be grateful for this in your kids and look at this in your kids Let's be grateful for that. Um, those people who has a, have a faith frame, you know, would bring would bring God into that. God created, you know, this person. We're grateful for that. So uh, it, it can help reframe people who are. Um, I mean, it's not a substitute for for medication or something to help depression, to help anxiety. Not a substitute, but it's part of the reframing that gets people off of their internal hamster wheel. Let's say of everything that's bad. Right, we're trying to get the that cingulate gyrus, that anterior cingulate cortex, which is a focus attention part of the brain. We're trying to get it to be less focused on um, the negatives, and so gratitude, the reframing to gratitude, helps it to be more positive. So, how uh, d- does gratitude and, and actually practicing it does it does it do something in the brain? Uh, to become a habit? Uh, does it create new neural pathways, for example? It would fill in pathways, like like the pathways are there, but it might um, affect the use of a pathway more. You know, um, we, we do sort of always say, and I, I, I'm cert- I have said it in my life, that I'm going to create a new neural pathway. Actually, I'm not creating a new neural pathway. I'm, I'm making a blood flow and neurochemistry and synapses go into a pathway that existed but isn't used as much and now we want to use it more so so getting that let's say pathway between the the cingulate you know that cortex the focus attention part of the brain and then up to the the word center of the brain let's say we're trying to do that um i mean this almost metaphorically because literally it's more complex than this but i think we get the get the idea what i'm going to be training someone to do whether it's my child whether it's myself or a client i'm going to be saying okay you need to be grateful today for 10 things i want you to think of 10 things you're going to be grateful for or i and i want you to say one thing to your husband or wife partner that you're going to be grateful for and try that you know try that twice today and so it's that kind of habituation yes we are definitely trying to get the frontal lobe and the top of the brain uh, involved with other parts of the brain so that it it can, we can feel better and so that people can feel better and then it and then the habituation uh, feeds on itself because after you habituate toward gratitude for a week two weeks three weeks however long it takes at a certain point it just becomes natural to just say thank you you know it it's it's something that gratitude becomes natural and you keep wanting to do it so habituation is required so we're going to look uh, for parents at some real practical ways to start building gratitude in their kids. But in, in your experience, let's let's start with uh, the, the the digital world that our kids are living in. 
Um, do you do you see a correlation at this point between uh, overuse of digital and a a more cynical or negative or even a more me 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 uh, view of life than say a, a life of gratitude? This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. Uh, I think I, I think it's safe to say we can back up with research that um, uh, that the more self-absorbed, so the more that someone is using the digital world for uh, selfies and for that kind of false self-esteem building, the more they're doing that, the probability is that they're practicing gratitude less because they're so focused on self, they're not focused on being grateful to others, to nature, to God, to world, right, to parents, everyone else. So, so yeah, I think that would be safe to say. I don't I don't know I I don't have any research showing that you know like if someone plays video games right they're not grateful I I wouldn't say that but but the self absorption part that's I think that's absolutely true and if parents practically speaking you know if they see their kids not practicing gratitude and they also see their kids self absorbed through social media and devices then that is a great wedge you know. Uh, a great leverage to say, okay, we're taking this away for a month because you're way too self-absorbed. And, you know, I've been doing these things for you. You've shown no gratitude. Your grandma, grandpa, you've shown no gratitude, et cetera, et cetera. Now you got to prove to me you can show some gratitude. Uh, how about uh, self-gratification? Uh, we, we really, we live in a world where we get everything almost instantly. You know, yesterday I, I ordered something from Amazon and I got it six hours later. And that wow. seemed like a long wait, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know. So, so, so uh, versus delayed gratification, how how does how does gratitude weave itself in and out of those two uh, experiences in life? Well, that's a I think a great insight, a great question. The 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 instant gratification that devices create and that our lives, our kids' lives, are kind of into instant gratification now. Um, they that impedes gratitude, and then you know just across the board you're not you're not even taking the time to show gratitude because you didn't get it in that second and so you don't thank someone for it right i mean the gratitude becomes sort of dependent on how quickly you get from someone else something and of course generally we don't get quickly what we need um instant gratification is kind of mythological life it requires patience and but because of the speed up of all this we find that kids are practicing less gratitude they're 
and they're practicing more complaining, you know, because it's not coming when they wanted it. Right. And and so your insight, I think, is really important and should be attached to this, that a child who isn't showing gratitude and or a child who is expecting instant gratification, there's probably two sides of one coin, and, and the gratitude concept can help to, to, um, to titrate that child off of or wean that child off of this instant gratification. So I, I just did something here. Um, we're speaking about screen, so I went to my screen. And I, I typed in the health benefits of gratitude. And you can't obviously believe everything you read on the Internet unless Michael Green wrote it. Uh, but, <laughs> You're uh, bad. <laughs> I, I found um, 29 scientifically proven benefits of gratitude you don't want to miss. And I thought I'd just go through and, and highlight a couple, and maybe you can respond. Yep. Uh, one is it makes us happier, which you've already said that. Yep. Dopamine, uh, yep. The dopamine. Um, it can increase our resilience. Oh, uh, that's very interesting. Uh, what, why do they say that? I think I understand, but uh, why do they say it, that? It, what it, so uh, they say resilience is our ability to bounce back, and grateful people are able to see the bigger picture and remember the positive in their lives as they seek out more social support. So in other words, when you're grat- grateful, yeah. you, you sort of build this resilient muscle. Okay, I've been there. I know life can be tough, but... You know, I'm grateful for what I have, and, and that just helps you get through those those uh, tough times. Yeah, you find that thing to be grateful for in the experience, and that really can help over the long term build resilience. Rather than condemning that experience, finding nothing to be grateful for, and then basically you're living your life as a lament, right? As a complaint. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, absolutely, I, I buy that. So here's one, and this is really interesting. Uh, it's imp- it can improve our self esteem. And uh, what makes that interesting is, as we were just talking about, how people tend to use selfies and social media to improve their self-esteem, and it often tends to be counterproductive. And here, you know, when we are grateful for what we have or for what others do in our lives, uh, that tends to boost our own sense of our worth and value. Yeah, and the more resilient you are, the higher your self-esteem will be. So it's helping in both ways. Uh, Here, this one says improves sleep. Now gratitude improves sleep. Okay, I don't have research on that. What are they yeah, saying there? So there's, uh, <laughs> it activates the parasympathetic Sympath- branch oh, okay. of your nervous system. Yeah, the relaxation response, um, and the negative emotions then activate the sympathetic branch, referred to as the fight or flight response. Right. So we've often heard, uh, you know, I've heard people say, if you can't fall asleep, just start thanking whomever. You know, uh, count your blessings. What are you grateful for? And that tends to lull you to sleep. Yep. Okay. Uh, now that I, I get it now, that's absolutely true. The, the more you increase anxiety, right, the worse yep. you're going to sleep generally. And the, the more you decrease anxiety, the better you're going to sleep. That makes sense. Uh, yep. So here's another one reduces pain. Um, yep. uh-huh. it can be like an anagelic, uh, no, I'm not saying that right. Analgesic. Yep. Analgesic effects by stimulating release of some, uh, endogenetis. How do you say that? E-N-D-O-G-E-N-O-U-S. Uh, endogenous. Yep. Endogenous. Yep. Opioids. It releases those. I got to yeah. quit reading science absolutely. words here. Yeah. No, no, it's great. Yeah. yeah it, you know, absolutely. As it, it releases that, that's that brain stuff I was talking about. As it releases that. It's it's helping with things like anxiety, like with pressure receptors. You know, it calms pressure receptors, so you feel less pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. So along with that, it would lower stress, mm-hmm. um, and uh, helps you live longer. 
There you go. Yep, it does. Of course, kids aren't necessarily thinking about that, but no. once you turn 61, you start thinking about that. Um, it makes you more compassionate, which I, I don't even know if you need science to back that up. You just grateful people tend to be far more compassionate uh, because yeah. they're they're not self-absorbed. They're they're far more out outer centered. Yeah, more empathy, uh, more mirror neurons. Yeah, um, and uh, can improve relationships and um, improves decision making. Uh, doctors who were given a piece of candy prior to making diagnoses uh, and and creating a sense of gratitude in them made a right diagnosis more than those who didn't <laughs> feel grateful. Uh, so uh, when you go to the doctor next time, just say, what are you thankful for today? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm smiling. I want to see the sample study on that one. Hey, we love it. <laughs> like I said, you can't always trust it. Um, uh, I like the relationships part. Just before that, you said that about relationships. Yes. You know, and that's, it, it's so true that like for couples and for parents and children, uh, gratitude, even saying like, you know, a thank you prayer before dinner or, yes. or uh, you know, thank you God for this food. I mean, and, and then with each other, being grateful every day and making sure to have rituals of gratitude with each other every day. That is so good for relationships. Uh, makes us more optimistic. I, I think we mm-hmm. talked a little bit about that. And you said humble. I love that. You said that kind of at the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, that gratitude and humility go hand in hand. So those are some of the benefits that um, gratitude brings. So I, I think what we can say for sure is that as parents or grandparents, if we're instilling an attitude of gratitude in our kids, we're giving them a, a, a really good gift that will serve them well throughout the rest of their lives. Absolutely. Start them young with it and keep it going. And don't let a day go by that you don't in some way hear a child or encourage a child to be grateful. Uh, and I think I think you'll be good. So I, let's let's just uh, kind of wrap up with uh, some some practical things. You've already said that. Uh, you, you've said a few things, but um, I notice, uh, like with my own grandkids or with with our our kids when we were raising them that we needed to help them reframe, as you said earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, you know, when I pick up my grandkids, which I'm going to do in about uh, a half an hour or so from now, uh, and they'll get in the car and how was school? And, and if they start, well, this didn't go well, this didn't go well, then I'll always say, okay, well, what, what, was one, what were one or two things that really went well for you today that you were really thankful for uh, to help them kind of get out of that negative attitude? Um and uh, so what are some things that, that uh, maybe you used in your household to, to develop that habit of, of giving thanks? We did, we did the same thing. We would, on the one hand, reframe when needed. We would listen, of course, to their, what they were complaining about, and then yep. we would you know, help them reframe. Um, and then the other thing we did is we made sure to practice the habituation. So we, we would, before dinner, you know, what are you grateful for? Highlights of your day, what are you grateful for? Um, what are you grateful for in so-and-so? With sibling rivalry, we have two girls, you know, who had went through phases of sibling rivalry. We go, okay, we get it. You're all at each other's throats. But what are you grateful for? Pick one thing you really like about Tavita. Pick one thing you really like about Gabrielle. What what did they do for you that you're grateful for? Um, what are you grateful for in their, who they are as a person? What are you learning from this person? Um, so we we did make it pretty verbal and, um, and got them to respond to us um, about various people and what they were grateful for. Uh, so habituation and reframe, those were the two things we did. And, and of course, we as parents need to model it. 
in the way that we speak and in the way that we interact with our kids to make sure that we are giving thanks regularly in front of our kids. We're thanking other people regularly in front of our kids and modeling for them what gratitude does. And at the same time, to practice that ourselves in our own personal lives, because we want all those benefits as well. The healthier we are, uh, the better we're going to be for our kids. Yes, absolutely. And uh, let me add public. In public spaces, you know, even if even if Gail and I were arguing about something, you know, um, or we're at odds about something at that time, if we had a gathering and, and you know, Gail, like, uh, Gail did something, like she cooked the Thanksgiving meal, you know, and there was a lot of stress and argument, but she cooked this brilliant Thanksgiving meal. I mean, in public, no matter what, I'm going to thank her in public. I'm going to thank her to the family. Like, Gail, thank you for this great meal. Mm-hmm. And then everyone thanks Gail for this great meal. And, and of course, this can apply to a million situations. It's so important when we're around other people, and especially if we're raising kids, we want to model this. When we're around other people, the kids need to see us thanking other people, um, not just in private, but also in public. And not when we're always absolutely liking that person, but we're still grateful to them. I think that's really good for kids. Yeah, and I, I think about even just the, the normal everyday things that are opportunities for us to be thankful people where we, we sometimes can sort of miss the opportunity. Like, for example, uh, being thankful to the waiter or the waitress at the restaurant mm-hmm. and to, to pay attention, to at least notice that person. And uh, when they pour extra water in your cup, thank you very much to constantly say thanks uh, because it's good for us and it's good for them and it's good for our kids seeing it or when you're at the grocery store and uh, you know, you're know you doing your checkout. To, to find those opportunities to give thanks. And of course, uh, for those of us living in the United States of America, in a couple days, we're going to be celebrating Thanksgiving. And it is a great time to, before we eat, before we turn on the football game, uh, <laughs> to take just a moment uh, to give thanks. And um, there are always uh, things that we can say thankful for, even in the, the really the toughest of times, uh, if nothing else, just to know there's family there, there's food there. Um, and, um, you know, that, that uh, life is good, uh, even though it can be tough, life is good. And uh, as we teach that to our kids, we've, we've talked about, it's, it's just going to set them up for a healthy, resilient life. And uh, so, Michael, uh, anything, any thoughts you have uh, before we we're going to end a little early today? That's uh, so that people be grateful that they get a, <laughs> ten extra minutes of their life uh, today. It looks like nine now. But anything you want to add before we we close it for today? Down to eight. Uh, well, I I want to thank um, I want to thank you know Greg Jansen, the Center, a place of hope for sponsoring yes. us, and they're they're just really great people doing great things. And um, I want to thank you, Tim. You're the bedrock of this. You make this happen. And so I really want to thank you. Thank you. And of course, we want to thank all of our listeners. And you've been so gracious with your questions to us. You have been gracious with your posts on Facebook um, and uh, just our interactions with you and, and the opportunity we have to see you from time to time when we're out doing Helping Boys Thrive events. Uh, so uh, if, you're, if you haven't yet connected with our Facebook page, you can do that through wonderofparenting.com. And uh, we've got 
all kinds of parents from all over the world, literally all over the world, interacting with each other. And uh, it, it, that's just great joy uh, to experience that. And, of course, you can leave a question there. There's a place to submit questions and a link to resources and a link to our good friends up there in Seattle, a place of hope. So we want to say thank you, and we hope that you have a happy Thanksgiving, or if you're living in other parts of the world, that you just have a happy, grateful day. We thank you for listening, and we look forward to being back with you again next week. Thanks, everyone. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.